Why, hello there. If you don't already recognize my sultry voice, this is DJ Art of the High Score 510 Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you for listening to our show. Second of all, I want to remind you with a shameless plug of our Patreon page. Join our growing community and help support an indie podcast. The perks of being a patron, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Number one, you'll get our weekly quick hitters. Number two, you'll get feature conversations that are too hot for our regular show. And number three, we cannot leave out number three, why Jesus will bless you. So go check out patreon.com backslash highscore510. And for the price of a tall pumpkin spice latte, you can help Captain P-Funk finally afford that Merlot Broham he's been wanting. Regardless of which, we appreciate your support and hope you enjoy the show. You are listening to High School where real talk is our vernacular. So that, that Black Panther, when he said that, I said, oh, shit. It sounds like sounds like the plot to Ocean's 14, man. <laughs> that was what he said in Black Panther. That's it. Oh, that mask, where that mask from? She tried to give some answer like Ghana or something. He goes, nah, it ain't from there. That's from Wakanda. This and that. You know, he started putting overly emphasis on every word at the end of the period. Like, I think he doesn't know grammar, how grammar works, and he thinks a period means you overemphasize that last word of that sentence. And he's like, Wakanda. You know what? I'm going to take this off your hands. <laughs> and that's what he said. And I said, oh, shit. Now everybody's telling me how great of a role he was in Killmonger. No, it was a great character, Killmonger. He's a great character in a comic book. See, this is when, this is, see, this is, see, Pedro? Pedro, we grew up in the church, and this is when I started losing faith in God. When Michael B. Jordan still walking around, overemphasizing words, starting up porn sites for Barber College, and we lose Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it's real. I didn't want to say that because I love my white Jesus. Been a, it's been a good week. Everyone have a nice Thanksgiving. Everyone had a lovely Thanksgiving. Well, great Thanksgiving <laughs> too. I tasted my sister's uh, too. They brought me some food and tasted that turkey my brother-in-law made. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with the turkey? He smoked it. I don't like smoked turkey, man. Roast turkey. Get the juices flowing, cooking in itself. You don't smoke a damn turkey. He's, you know, when you smoke it, it get a little bit of a ham taste but without the saltiness. It's like, hey, man, I'm gonna give you this healthy ham. It's called smoked turkey. <laughs> I'm like this. I started eating they think this was the day after Thanksgiving. I started eating they food and then I scraped that turkey straight into the dog bowl and started eating my own turkey. I don't think smoked turkey is bad. A smoked turkey leg is good if you if do it right. Right. If you yeah. do it right. That's, that's I think a lot of people smoke things. just the legs. Yeah, they just gotta smoke the legs. It's easier. Yeah. Oh, smoke the legs because they keep yeah. the juices in. And, and yeah, the, 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 the dark meat take better to it, I think, than the white yeah. meat. The yeah. white meat is so thick. Eventually, it just get rubbery. It just get rubbery. I've never had a, a turkey where the white meat has not been some component of dry. I I usually just go for the dark meat most times. Like throw throw a slice of white meat in there with it, just so I can have a little bit of dryness with my moist turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so you can soak course, soak up the juice with your dry breasts. Yeah, that's why you need so much gravy. Of course, Pedro. Of course, of course, Pedro gonna like ro- uh, smoked turkey. Man, he used to eat having Thanksgiving at the Circus Circus and when he was living in Vegas. <laughs> circus Circus Buffet. So everything else tastes good, man. Oh, man, he smoked that turkey. 
Yeah. Or, man, how did you how did you celebrate, Jared? Yeah, I went out to my mom's house, um, made some fried chicken and some mashed potatoes and gravy, and then a big ass tray of mac and cheese for twelve people. And uh, <laughs> and she also made some menudo chicken. Oh yeah, that oh, okay, was cool. the chicken That's was ready. Chicken. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm over here eating that real prodigious thighs. Y'all over there, Ed over here trying to shout out to Ed Hipster Hill trying to make some bootleg ass little chicken mini wings on Thanksgiving. <laughs> on his Come on, no, 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 no. He's talking trash. He he over there shouting me out on Instagram talking about where you at. So I had to show him. So you got some little baby thighs or little baby wings. I got some thighs. All right. It's like the most this is the most domesticated gang banging ever. Like y'all go both kill each other. Eating chicken wings every week. That's nuts. Be like, man, he was banging. How did he die? He died banging. How did he die? Heart attack. I left you raw. They're trying to see who can eat more fried chicken. They even got the other friend who drives a truck involved, and he died out of state. Marcus, I need a letter. Oh, man, I've been thinking about this one because last week, what they say last week? They said, I and, and Aaron said, ooh, good one. So I was like, damn, <laughs> I need a good one now. Yeah. Uh, so I've been thinking on it. I haven't heard it in a long time. And I'm going to go with O. That's another good one. I give you credit on that one, too. Another good I'll take one. it. I'll take it. All right. Vowels. <laughs> uh Omnivores, orangutans. Is that how you say it? Orangutans. That's how it's spelled, right? Oh boy. <laughs> they ain't no tang in orangutan. This, this is too good of one, Marcus. <laughs> Give yourself a magic moment, please. <laughs> oh, Dallas Perez. Oh, oh, yeah. Even though her name started with an I, Jared, her name started with an I just to let you know she was really Who? good looking. Who? Talking about uh, a Dallas for a Dallas from no, a Dallas Perez was like a baseball player. Oh, then I see where my mind is. You started talking about Rossi, and messed me up. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that girl. You know, she had an extra finger. <laughs> Come on, man. And I was right about that, though. <laughs> that was homegirl from uh, Prince of Ta- Prince of Sands, Prince of Persia. Exactly. Give my after Tim Astro finger. Uh, She's not the only one I was born with the Astro finger, though. Wasn't the um, <laughs> the woman that was Tom Cruise opposite Oblivion? Wasn't she born with the Astro digit or something? Uh, in Oblivion. Look that up, Jared. Oblivion, the one Olga something. She's like, is that the one with also Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I remember that one. Oblivion. Yeah, I think she was, wasn't she born with an extra digit or something, too? Olga mm-hmm. Kurylenko? Yeah, that's her. She got an extra finger? No, I think she was born with one or something. I know Gimma Atherton definitely was. I think she's something about her, too. You really got to figure out how to monetize the skill, Aaron. Like, you really got to figure out how. <laughs> uh, oblong orange organic onesies. Oh, that's good. That's a good little train right there. It is a good one. The Ufuga. It's a gun in Call of Duty. <laughs> wow. Wow. How many touchdowns is Andy Dalton going to score throw this week? Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and eventually back on the Twitter at one point. We also even uh, I even started a TikTok page so I can put out some clips. So uh, check out uh, at DJ Art on TikTok. Um, you might even not see me dancing some stupid moves. I ain't gonna do oh that boy. shit. I ain't gonna never. You are. <laughs> Jared knows how to join the youngest social media apps ever. We're gonna be on Twitch. The next. older you get. The, the older you get, the younger the social media app you join. Man, I started a kick. I'm on kick now. <laughs> I'm hanging out with a bunch of middle schoolers. Yeah, yeah, man, that's what they that's what they talk about at lunchtime at the cafeteria. <laughs> now Jared's adding that. All right. Anyways, well, uh, we are here with. Uh, this is Aaron Grayson the third also known as AG3, coming at you fast. Marshawn Lynch passing out turkey in, a, in Hawaii in a very unorganized fashion while wearing a chin diaper. Yeah, exactly. You know, there were times when I was doing Jack that I actually felt retarded, like really retarded. Oh, yeah. I mean, I brushed my teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> what a and... great acting job. <laughs> that was, yeah, it's so good, too. And we are here with... Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon, a.k.a. Taco Pablo, just trying to make it to the end of the show without getting canceled. <laughs> uh... <laughs> we didn't even do nothing. What? You think you're tough? You look so tough now, little nigga. <laughs> hate you black bastards. You stink. I hate your black skin. I hate your black pants. I hate black pepper. I hate black keys on the piano. I hate my gums, because they black. I'd hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me right now. I'm just trying to do my best to make sure the back of my neck don't look like Forrest Whitaker's. <laughs> Man, you should have seen Forrest Whitaker looking like a young uh, Cedric the Entertainer in Jingle Jangle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And I thought that movie was a joke. I thought that movie was a joke too, man. He wasn't so young in that movie, I don't think. Here, no, he wasn't. But he looked younger than such the entertainer in it. They try to make him look young. They had a bunch Is that of that when he had that's where he had that fake hairline right here. Fake yeah, hair. Man, his, man, he has. Yeah. Man, Aaron will be mad at how good his hair was looking, bro. I think he called Chadwick Boseman. It was like, brother, from the grave, hook me up with this. With a good hairline. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. I, whatever, whoever Chadwick Boseman prayed to. I'm trying to figure out who it is too, so I can pray to him too. Was it a certain angel? Was it God? Was it the devil? Whoever it is, let me know, because I'm losing hair where he seems to be growing. He, probably, I bet you, I bet you, we dig him up now. He got a full set of hair. He got a goddamn fro. Chadwick Boseman probably got a fro in a coffin right now. You need to talk to Morgan Freeman. His hairline's been holding strong too. I'm not trying to do what he did. <laughs> I got a limit, Jared. Aaron, like, I like being able to use both my hands. Exactly. I, I got. I don't need to get punished like he got punished. 
Dude, he ain't been able to use that hair for like almost a decade now. They hide it well in movies, though. I don't know if y'all y'all know that. Y'all know that, right? I, no, yeah, they do. I bet you Woody Allen got the same thing. Can't use one of his hands either. <laughs> Apparently, so so he was having a, a, a an a, a intimate relationship with his step granddaughter. Was that it, Aaron? That was it. That's why yeah. I said Woody Allen shouldn't be able to use his hands either. Marcus, you know about this? I didn't know anything about this. That's oh. the reason he over there watched <laughs> The Dark Knight Returns, and you'll see when he goes up the ladder. There's a reason he only went up one step. And he's like holding on with one arm real hard. Yeah, no, no, no. Can't use one of his hands. <laughs> or if you watch any of the movies, like the red movies, you see the articulation of one set of fingers and you just see this with the other one. <laughs> he's like, he put his hands on the couch and you see just, just one hand just yeah. like just there. And the other hand, I like, never noticed, man. You I never noticed. Watch it. It's bad. Now, it's just bad. to let, that, just that to let people know. all I can see. <laughs> just to let people know, Brandon is not part of this conversation. And also, I also, muted my mic and turned off the video. Also, we are, Jared is not hopefully making fun of disabled people. He's, <laughs> no. making, he's making fun of people who seems to sleep with their step granddaughters <laughs> and their comeuppance. And their comeuppance was that he he crashed his car apparently, and I guess that's how they discovered that they were seeing each other. She was in the car with them. They crashed it, and he got his arm pinned. And they had to like you know do the jaws of life or whatever, but like the damage to his his arm and hand area were so bad that like they were able to keep the arm, but like the nerve endings he has like no use of his left hand anymore. I think it's left I or just, right. I just wish Teddy Pendergrass had the same surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> that too is that too late? No, that's yeah, too soon. Yeah. He did one but more album though. He had a tight. He still had his legs. Though. He still had his legs. If though. it wasn't too for soon? that accident, we might we might have not got joy, Pedro. That's a great Teddy Pendergrass song. <laughs> from, he was in the wheelchair, but boy, he was singing it. Joy, joy to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are here with. <laughs> oh, it's Captain Pifo, everybody's friendly captain, and I'm just. Looking for answers from white Jesus. I'm just praying to you, white Jesus. I need one of those white miracles right now to heal this family in the name of white Jesus. Amen. You want to explain to me what you're doing here? I came looking for booty. You came looking for sex with an underage boy? Oh, no, I I ain't come looking for no little bars. I ain't got no milk, no cookies, nothing. I came looking for man's butt. (laughs) No, no, I want that edited. I'm gonna act like a Darius on it. <laughs> I I'm doing cotton. grab. I'm doing grab back. <laughs> I'm boycotting this mo. I just got through playing the Jesus and Jared just played something about me getting the man's butt. It's unfortunate timing. Wait, hold on. Let that's me try per- another. That's one. perfect, Pedro. Especially if you're on the church choir. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Pedro, Ooh. man, we live down the street from the Reverend James Cleveland Church. Exactly. You can't sit here and act yeah. like a man's butt and church don't go hand in hand. I, I don't know where the show's going today, but it's not off to a good start. <laughs> don't that's worry. Why, that's as, why, as, me, as far as me not getting canceled, oh my God. Like, <laughs> that's why. Brandon wasn't part of that last say, conversation either. That's why I was going to say my sports comment way early, Brandon. Get it out the way. <laughs> oh, Lord, have it, please. And we are here with our guest today. Hey, what up? It's Marcus, the highest tower. I'm just over here trying to procrastinate putting up these Christmas lights and uh, bring this tree in the house. We'll see how far I can I can get. Santa Claus! What the hell? Hey there, pretty little white chillin'. 
Now look at all them precious little vanilla-colored faces. Now I know y'all think old Santa Claus look a little bit darker than he used to, ho-ho! But see, that's just cause Santa Claus got a little bit of revitiligo. See, that's the opposite of what Michael Jackson got. You struggling, the- Marcus, man. Just do like my brother-in-law. He put the Christmas tree lights all over the grass for some reason. <laughs> that's just, I, I don't know. My sister hates it. I don't know if it's pure laziness or he just like, man, if I climb in this ladder, I'm just going to put him in a shape on the grass. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, grass. I respect the hustle, though. Or lack <laughs> of, lack thereof. <laughs> it is space. a commitment. Anytime you got to pull a ladder out of wherever you store the ladder, you know you're committed to something that's going to probably take uh, several hours because you got to plan out how you're going to use that ladder so you don't fall off and break your neck or exactly. lose a finger like uh my friend growing up in uh, childhood friend growing up his dad apparently Morgan had, Freeman yeah, his name was Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and fell Damn. and got his ring finger caught I guess in the ladder and as he fell out the ladder and then it just popped the finger oh, off. his ring finger caught see that's why I, that's why I never got married I'm trying to keep all my <laughs> fingers when I die <laughs> I'm already not good in relationships. I'm gonna give a woman half my money and my finger. Nah. <laughs> and my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that ting ting to D is silent, so it's just Jart. I don't have to go to Harvard to know what you're doing. You know what I'm trying to say to you, man? Do you? Yes, you do. But then shut the fuck up. You don't tell me how people react to me. I know what people are doing no matter what they say. Because I read mine, you dig? I don't take no shit off of you. Lying through your fucking teeth. I know it. You know it. And this fucking hoe know it. Come on, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. In news this week, it has come out. Michael B. Jordan is going to be starting an OnlyFans page. He says that he wants to uh, use this platform to hopefully uh, raise money for a barber school. What do you guys think about that? Is this OnlyFans going to involve Mia Khalifa? <laughs> so that'll be an excellent, excellent time for Aaron to subscribe. <laughs> All they have to do is just stand there. Michael B. Jordan be talking. Mia Khalifa stares off into space with her bras and panties on. Then Michael B. Jordan takes off his shirt. Then Mia Khalifa still have her bra and panties on. And they still just have a conversation back and forth, and then the Zoom call goes off. Yeah, after they drink, <laughs> after they eat turkey and drink warm milk, they will have a conversation. <laughs> and and you know who could be the musical guest for the show every every night? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect time, Aaron. This is how I get to your therapy real fast. Aaron, <laughs> this is, and don't worry about what you're gonna get for Christmas this year. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I guess that's another website I need to talk to my therapist about banning off my phone. Why is he going to use OnlyFans to try to raise money for a barbershop school? One, he got enough money to pay for it himself. Two, well, I guess, you know what? I'm going to get in the spirit of giving. This is the time of the year, right? This time of year. Maybe I'll go ahead and uh, I'll use my, uh, my Pornhub or my Spank Bang website to try to, uh, you know, raise enough money for the Boys and Girls Club. And then I'm gonna tell them where it came from when I'm there in my speech. Hey, just to let you know, all this money came from that uh, sex video I did. 
Like, what kind of shit is this? What kind of stupid? You know what? Now I realize this is how Soldier Boy felt when he was on the Breakfast Club that day and they brought up Drake. This is how he felt. Drake? (laughs) Drake? Like, you know what? I I don't know whether to be insulted, whether to be, I I don't know how to take it, man. People, I'm already in a a kind of weird space, not because of COVID, not because I didn't get to see family on Thanksgiving, but because People Magazine voted him the sexiest man alive. That already got me in a fucked up place. And then he gonna come out and he gonna make some stupid ass thing like this. Hey man, I'ma use OnlyFans to raise money for barbershop school. One, he acting like all brothers could do is cut hair. Two, we're in the middle of this pandemic, so they shouldn't be having that. It ain't like they could open up a, a, a barbershop right now and it's just gonna take off. Right. But OK, meet people where they are. I could give you a little bit on that. Maybe he's trying to do that. The, the, I'm trying to get into heaven and, and news like this is making it even harder. It ain't easy for me. I already talked to St. Peter. I got a lot of work to do and this is not helping. Aubrey Graham in a wheelchair. Drake. Yes. <laughs> wheelchair. Aubrey in the wheelchair. That's how I feel. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Not the real Michael Jordan. Not last dance. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. You talk about the guy, the guy from The Wire. Who, who I stood up and clapped when they killed him? You talking about the guy from Creed? The guy from Creed who I'm hoping he gets CTE for Creed 3? <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he'll need Ryan Coogler to direct to make a good porn video too, but I don't know. <laughs> he might need some help. He just using the platform. Stay off the porn platform. There's sex workers that need to make money right now. Not you fundraising. You got enough money to pay for the shit yourself. People out there trying trying to please themselves in this COVID, just trying to get a quick rub in or whatever, trying to have a good time, trying to have some self-gratification. There are people living alone, people whatever, frustrated, people trying to make it through. And then all of a sudden, you on OnlyFans trying to cycle through and then Michael B. Jordan face pop up talking about donate money to a barber college. What kind of shit is that? You know, next thing I know, I'm, I, you know, I, I got, I got. Oh man, this person just put up a video of them in Lexington Steel. What? That's not Lexington Steel. It's Michael B. Jordan talking about barber college. <laughs> All right. So, you, like, you tell me who's gonna pay for to see Michael B. Jordan's OnlyFans? Beautiful women. Exactly. Exactly, man. They got, they got extra money. Maybe they'll, maybe black women will stop putting. Uh, putting all these uh, chemicals in their hair, maybe put a couple dollars towards Michael B. Jordan's Barber College, <laughs> right? And B. Brandon, that, 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 right. That you talk about, just to let black women know, I, I know all you guys ain't putting chemicals in your hair. You're putting just as much as any other women. Brandon over here being, man, Brandon, you know what? I'm not part of Brandon's conversation. Yeah, right? I'm not part of that conversation. <laughs> talk about the chemicals, because some First of us got naturals. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, Brandon. You need to black women don't stop putting all that vanilla up in your head, burning your head, burning my house down, damn hot cones all over the place, white creamy stuff all over the place. Y'all need to clean up this kitchen, all this brown grease everywhere. Man, that's cooking grease. You talking about the green grease now? That's that's a hair, that's some hair product. <laughs> so he Brandon, said, I'm not part of your conversation, man. I'm just I'm gonna say Aaron's just hating no Michael B. Jordan right now. Um <laughs> Uh, Michael B. Jordan's just trying to help a couple of people at his barber college, man. That's all he's trying to do, man. He ain't got money to save the world. 
He's got papers. Hey, can't he just put the Barber College on OnlyFans, though? You just put the upload the videos, and you pay for the videos, you know? And then you, you go into college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't understand. Like this, man. Like, uh, did not, did the United Negro College Fund close down or something? Why he got to go to OnlyFans? And he announced it on the Jimmy Kimmel Show, and he said that he's going to focus uh, a lot of the content on his, I guess, his mustache. Growing his mustache and doing men's facial hair, which is part of Barber College. And he's going to have these videos that are apparently not going to be real scantily or anything like that. He'll probably be taking his shirt off most times, I would think. He's probably going to take his shirt off and then have somebody like give him a trim and then be like, oh, this is the video. Y'all can see what I do every day. But also, he said that he's given his mustache a nickname and it's called Murphy. He should name it after Eddie Murphy because it got better acting skills than he do. I don't even understand how we got to this point with OnlyFans. You know, that's what I think about. Like, damn, all of a sudden I started hearing about OnlyFans a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and now we're funding schools. We've got scholarships for OnlyFans. <laughs> like, come on. I, I, it's exactly. just, it's going too fast, man. It's going too fast with all these different different <laughs> avenues, man, to, to, to make a living, I guess. It is kind of crazy. It's gone from being uh, a site of uh, vice and hedonism to now. Oh, like... It ain't gone from. It is site of vice <laughs> and hedonism. It ain't changed. That's the majority of it. See, that's the only there for. Only fans here to he, say the word. You see, you it's see better see than change.org. <laughs> he could go on Twitch and do that, what he's trying to do. He could go on Instagram and start a new. Go on Twitch. Twitch has revenue streams. There's other ways of doing it. Don't go to no sex website. He's trying to take advantage and be no. exploitative. I, I think he's let, trying to exploit the, the taboo nature of it, you know? Because yes. when you think yeah. OnlyFans, you're like, damn, what the hell's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he, did Tyga, one of them fools, just start OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think much like much like your Google search bar, like OnlyFans is basically you find the stuff you want to find on there. So if you want to find Michael B. Jordan doing push-ups and pull-ups while getting his haircut, that's what you'll find. If you want to find the scantily clad woman, guess what? There's also you could also type that in too. I feel like I ain't trying to uh, find scantily clad. I'm trying to find no clad. If I want scantily clad, I'll go pick up a JC Penny catalog. <laughs> if you want uh, scantily clad, he'll go back and get that Skinamax uh, subscription. <laughs> exactly. You ain't on OnlyFans only for scantily clad, Brandon. Man, no clad. Skinamax used to get me like, oh man, they're about to be a sex scene, and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't want to have sex like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. got, got you thinking you could get a girl pregnant through her belly button <laughs> yeah like, wait uh, they just touching stomachs together now <laughs> that's all they do stomach touching stomach the pelvic reason and they'll, they'll have some real porn stars in there but they're like oh this is our soft core stuff we just touch bellies together i'm just saying no, the worst parent, part of that parents is talk to your kids about sex early and often so then i watch cinemax getting tips well my dad used to be like hold on hold on i remember being in college and we finally got cable and my dad had all the channels and I was flying through and then the Cinemax come on. I try to hurry. No, no, no. Go back to that. I'll be sitting there uncomfortable next to my dad watching Cinemax. Uncomfortable as hell. And I'm like, man, why the hell we always watch Cinemax when I'm home? Because <laughs> then your dad could always pass it off on. Aaron was watching that. <laughs> it was always late. It was always late. Everybody else in the household sleep. The, the, the art of watching the TV with no sound was still, was still a thing. I said I'm actually, you know, didn't make enough noise. If we could have it on. <laughs> it just had shitty jazz music. <laughs> yeah. Had some. It's a, a shitty you know, elevator you know, Cinemax <laughs> kept jazz performers who weren't really like high up and didn't get the credit they deserve in business, kept their tables fit. They were able to be artists because of Cinemax because it kept them there. Like, hey, we need a saxophone player and trumpet player to come together and make some music for this scene. <laughs> 
for three yeah. scenes in a movie. <laughs> I, think, I think we start out with fans where somehow Jerry would get that banned. Somehow we start our only fans. Jerry would get high score only fans banned on a, on, on a thing where anything goes. Anything goes. Somehow Jerry would get the shit banned. I'll find some way to he, piss somebody off. He's like a really bad version of the Patriots. Like he's just like, all right, we're going to cheat, but we're just going to get caught every time we try. Like it's going to break the rules just a little bit. I'll break it a little too much. All right. Well, well, with his OnlyFans, it inspired me to create a new uh, segment, and it's called WWMBJD. What <laughs> Michael B. Jordan do? What what would Michael B. Jordan do? When you hear that, I'm going to give you a scenario, Aaron, and you have to tell me what would Michael B. Jordan do? <laughs> okay. And this is the reason why I'd be standing up to 1130 waiting for you to get on Call of Duty. You're doing this shit. All right. New scenario, Aaron. Michael B. Jordan wants to be in Fast and Furious movies. And because of the feud between Tyrese and The Rock, he's trying out for the character of, what was his name? Roman, <laughs> Roman Reigns? Roman, yeah, Roman. <laughs> I don't even know his last name, Roman. Roman uh, Pierce? Yeah, Roman, Roman Reigns. He's trying <laughs> Roman Pierce. <laughs> Give yourself a magic moment. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to figure out how Marcus know that character name, man. Was you a Fast and Furious fan? Hey, too fast, too furious. My pockets ain't empty, cuz. That's, that's the best one. <laughs> Uh, I'll give myself a magic moment real quick. This magic moment. Michael B. Jordan is trying out for the role of Roman Pierce in Fast and Furious 9. He is trying to read some... He's trying to read a Russian... What is it? A spacecraft uh, manual as they are getting ready to enter outer space, Aaron. What will Michael B. Jordan so this do? Is, this is how Michael B. Jordan would do it. A hop, hop... Hawk, hop, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take that off your hands. Can you play me Tyrese, how Tyrese did it? See how close Michael B. Jordan got to it? <laughs> it says, hawk, slack, slack, back, smoke, beer, zack, mechak. Oh, that would be a downgrade. That would be a downgrade going from Tyrese to Michael B. Jordan. A big downgrade. Tyrese is enough to act a fool. In other news, Scotland has passed a bill this year, this week that will make women's menstruation and sanitary products free as a method to combat period poverty, as they call it. Last year, they passed a bill to where they had it in all schools. But since COVID has shut everything down, they uh, decided to pass it nationally so that it would become far-reaching access for everyone, especially since most people are not in schools. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I just want to know what brands are available because if they let like gas station coffee for free, I'd probably still end up at Pete's and pay for the <laughs> pay for stuff I actually like or would want to use. Like I don't know if women have like a variety of choices or this the government issue mm. <laughs> like standard. Uh, so I have to read into that a little bit more. 
I would assume like if your government is doing a good job, they're going to get decent quality products. They're not and, and they're probably not making it themselves. So that's like part of the negotiations of how government, you know, negotiates with different businesses and companies that are allowed to come in and, uh, you know, utilize their market. But I think a lot of companies are like, oh, we're consistently going to be able to just get this amount of order for you. And we're always going to be providing y'all. They'll probably take that. That's like a subscription from like a country. Usually, I'll be honest, like usually they don't, Jared, when the government, I mean, that's what happened to Venezuela when the government wanted to, you know, the socialist government wanted to make everything a well affordable so they took out the free market out of it and so everything had a set price and what you had was those private companies that made those products stop making them because there was it wasn't you know it wasn't to their advantage to keep working on making those products so i'm with brandon it's gonna be some cheap shit because the companies who are making it you scott's ain't gonna sell their shit there if it's gonna be a set because they they can't make a profit off of it right (laughs) or tampax Tampa, you know what you mean, you know. And then they can't make a profit. It's just that someone's going to bid a lower price, and it's just going to drive down the price of it. So where you're going to be to make no money off of it, or it's just not their A1 product. You know, it's it might still be Tampax, but it's 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 the D, you know, the D or the F. It's a great idea. I put it like this: it's a great idea. It's great to. It's great that the government want to. I don't know what made them choose menstruation. I don't know. I think Scotland has probably a low. Uh, what is it? Um, yeah, and they gotta have some homeless man. Everywhere has they, homeless. They so probably got like, some homeless, but I don't think it's as bad as you know the United States currently. How we gonna, it's way smaller. We're gonna skip some shit and go straight to menstruation. Like, hey, man. I think they're just. You I think what? it's a uh, part of the uh, the initiative to you know help the create equity within well you know women's access to just basic uh, healthcare and and that that, that is the, at one of the forefronts of what they're thinking about is making the life and experience better for. Uh, half of their population and women. So I think that's that's an ideal that's cool that there is just something that I think that us as men, we don't have the privilege or we have the privilege to not have to like consider. So I think I think making it less of a thing that they have to worry about even having to go pay for it and have that added cost because that's an added cost that men don't have to pay for in their every day. So I, I think that that's that's what the thinking is, is like find a way to, you know, uh, optimize life for part of our population and something that we take for granted or that we have ignored. Uh, historically so and the first country to do it so i think it'll be tight to see uh, you know how this might influence you know the uk or wales i think uk and wales followed suit last year when they passed the bill to make it free in all the universities and schools they also then followed suit behind scotland so it's a logical step though i mean especially with to, to piggyback it from you know schools and universities uh to the public at large especially in a smaller country where uh you know that's not a huge demand, but uh, it's still a big one nonetheless. But to have that existing program, and then obviously logically with COVID-19, you say, okay, nobody's in school, so how can we still deliver these materials to open it up nationwide? I think it's just the next step, and it's a smart one. Now, yeah, as long I do, as the product is good. And I'm assuming that they're bringing in quality products, decently just, quality. Just to it's, let you know. It's a but bunch also, of it's beautiful it's, white it's, women out there. Just if you know. need it, you'll probably take what you can get. What was that if first you don't one? want that, you go buy it. Yeah. What was the adjective you just said in front of that adjective you said? Beautiful white women. In Scotland? Obviously, you ain't been in Scotland. Uh, <laughs> just to let you know, Every also, woman. Scotland, has the, <laughs> Scotland has the highest rate of homelessness in the whole United Kingdom. Like, that's why I say it. Like, why, why 
where did this where did the ministration menstruation i'm sure there's something i'm sure there's a lot of women out there that will say you know I'll, I'll be fine if you tackle the homeless problem first yeah but there's a lot of homeless women out there that might need some help like hey that's gotta, fine so hey, i make it free to homeless women people can afford all my clothes <laughs> if you can force some tampons pay, look, look as a guy who has dodged one block over here in my neighborhood because of a used tampon that's been on the ground for the last two months which is finally gone now, man. Finally gone. Uh, trust me, I understand the homelessness and menstruation issues. And that's where donations and things come from. But I'm like, uh, universal home. Uh, that, yeah, but at I, least now you're cutting the donation out of it. You know, you see a lot of times uh, for donations for the homeless, they, they want to include this type of these type of items. And at least okay. now you can just you can just cut that out of it. So while well, homelessness is still obviously a problem. Uh, at least you're not dealing with this on top of it, I guess. And donations, True. I always have an issue with donations. I feel good kind of when I donate, and I think it's important to donate when you can and where you can. But donations is also like one of those things where it it, it don't really, like it changes experiences here and there, and that's important, but it's not changing the process. It's not changing the actual like I, issue sure, that's yeah. causing the need for people to be like, donate give time volunteer do these things like th those are important uh, uh factors I, and virtues i don't think but it's a bad idea in the in the grand, grand scheme of things like you got rich people who are like trying to get people to like uh donate to save a well or donate to feed these people in this country and that country and, and either put, they put their faces on it and it's like ah we're important and we're good because we it's okay for us to continue to live in a system of inequality and injustice because we're donating and thus i'm reconciling my space in this world but at the same time, it's like, or we can help to reconcile it by making certain laws that just like wipe out the need for some bullshit ass donation and feel good for ourselves. And granted, we can still do that, but it's that, that, that shouldn't be like the first thing we turn to or look at and expect to be like the way that we're going to resolve these issues. I think a lot of people look at it that way. And the, I'm going to go on OnlyFans and I'm going to just help Michael B. Jordan. Oh, 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 you know, you know so I'm going I'm to I'm help donate to, to a barber school by, by watching Michael B. Jordan lick his lips and shave his mustache without a shirt on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's good. No, man, but that's not the that's not the role of government, right? Because the government can only or legislate so much, right? That and can be of, the role of government, though. That can be. It's not it, the model that we know, but it can be. What what does an ideal government do for you? But I'll let you continue. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you want to be communist, let's be communist, right? Like let's 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 get rid of our 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 our, our ability to make products and sell products for the prices we want to do it, right? And that's like a that's the crux of our society, just being able for businesses and people to come up with ideas and for the private sector to solve problems that the government does it, right? And there's money to be made during that, right? But then also there's some gaps, right? That might require some donations, some some, some sustained donations, right? Um, so when we talk about like the government homelessness, right? You can't legislate people have to, you can't legislate somebody who owns a house that wants to rent it out. Like you say, hey, you have to give this to a homeless person. Like you can't legislate that. But at the same time, the government could build more houses, but that costs money that the government doesn't have because they would have to use the money to tax on the people who are who are who have jobs, right? And so it's a big puzzle. And I think a lot of these nonprofits have their have their heart in the right in the right place, but I think they all of them underestimate how much money it takes to actually change it. Mm -hmm. uh, like, where do you start, right? Like, how much money is that actually going to cost, right? How many people are actually how many how many people actually want to be in a house right now? Or how many people have how many, how many people have the mental faculty to either get a job to generate income to stay in that house, even if even if it was five hundred dollars a month, right? Like how many people, you know, would keep like would keep it clean and not necessarily have those same 
have those same mental issues in a house that they would have on the street. And then where's that money going to come from? And you can't say like, oh, rich people just solve it because that's also not sustainable. Like, because because people, people, the people who are really rich, like sort of hold on to their money. They don't necessarily, okay, cool. I have this million dollars to give out every year. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, well, it's, the it's ones who are really generous are starting an endowment, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, things like that. that oh, be, Bill and Melinda Gates trying to, trying to trying to put nano chips in all of us. That's what they're trying to do with this vaccine. No, no man, don't hate on Bill and Melinda Gates. <laughs> They've done more for... More Pedro, for the black community, Pedro, Michael tell, B. Jordan. Tell him, Pedro. I don't even know what Bill and Melinda Gates be doing, but to try to trying to make sure everybody got them damn vaccines. <laughs> trying to make everybody buy that. That you know, you know they they trying to force the vaccines and make everybody buy one of those uh, iPhone twelves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Gates don't even own Apple. Why the hell? You know, I really don't want to talk about this over the telephone. Perhaps we could meet at a secret location. Uh, I think it's, um, well, there's different ways that your government can be empowered to, you know, optimize the living. And part of that is passing laws as you see things that can optimize the living and the lives of your people that you are governing, that you are representing. In our country, our capitalist country, we have our government, its main interest is how it's going to manage the economics of the country, which is still part of our social sciences, but it's not uh, as focused on how it's going to optimize the life uh, and living of the people uh, as much. It's always focused on uh, the economics of it, which will benefit uh, a big, large portion of society if the economics are always going well, but it'll also take advantage of potentially, and it will also, you know what I'm saying, forget and leave on the wayside a large portion of society too, um, or considerable portion of society. So I think that's something that we have to like look at and evaluate in a philosophical and a conceptual sense of how we look at our country and what we think makes America the dream, the land of the free, yada, 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 uh, a great country, or what could make it a great country or a greater country. Um, and so I think that the, the philosophy of our government currently is just to maintain the, the, the economy. And in that way, uh, it's done some good things for people and, and standardized a certain level of living in America, but it's also, you know, saying subjugated, oppressed and ignored and, and held out uh, a lot of people too. So I think there's something to be said that needs to be evaluated from our historical context to also what the future of what we're hoping for. I want to know how the women felt about it. Did they feel like I, that's what I want to know? I don't, if I, instead of us being five guys talking about it, I want to yeah, know yeah. how, well, how would women Scotland. feel about that's it. That's what I was just about to say. It's how would women Scotland. feel about it and how would they prioritize it? I want to know. know. That's well, the thing. On the high and that's, 510 podcast talking about menstruation. In women's rights. <laughs> uh, wait, what is it called, Pedro? Women's administra- administration. This magic moment. <laughs> I gotta take this call, y'all. What, 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 Michael what, 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 Spend hey, the night. Hey, hey, who wrote that song? <laughs> Michael oh, B. Kobe. Jeremy put in the credits. <laughs> hey, so Michael B. Uh, Jordan has to make a late night run at the 24-hour CVS buying some feminine products. Aaron, what would Michael B. Jordan do? I don't know which one I need right now. I just know I need a, I need a D, D, 20D batteries. And and then, and I'm gonna take a pack of tampons. <laughs> <laughs>
off of your hands. <laughs> That's a non-acting fool. <laughs> that dude really can't act. He just cannot act. I mean, he's a nice guy. He seems like a really nice guy. In sports. Last night, or in sports, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. battled out in an eight-round affair that ended up in a draw. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't even keep a straight face, man. What do you guys think about that? (laughs) Could it end up any other way? Wasn't it like no knockouts part of the rules, too? I think they weren't doing judges scoring. Yeah, apparently there's there there something like there wasn't going to be judges um, at ringside. When I read that like earlier this week, I was like, if nobody gets knocked out, it's technically going to be a draw because nobody, there's no judges who are actually <laughs> giving rounds to anybody. We're not doing scoring. So how are you going to tell me who won if it goes to a decision? Oh, we know who won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need to update me because I didn't watch it. I, I, I had, I had a little dignity and I it like was boxing. a one-sided affair. I didn't watch it either, but I've since seen, and it was a one-sided affair. A lot of hugging, a lot of body shots, a lot of, you know, yeah, man, it was, uh, it, it was, was a gentleman's uh, type of bout. Yeah. I, I feel like Mike, I, cause I was like, man, if Mike Tyson really went in there hitting hard, he's knocked out much bigger people. Granted he's 50 now, but Roy Jones Jr. Got a chin that is, we could say made of Samuel L. Jackson in a wheelchair. Um, so, like, anything more than, a, like, a, a light blow to the head, uh, Tyson could have knocked him out. So I, I thought it was going to be a lot of body shots. Um, it was judging, Jared. The, the judges, three celebrity judges, UBC judges, scored the fight remotely in an unofficial capacity. It's like, we ain't even here, and we're not the really results, officially scored. The results will not judges. count on either man's professional records. Wait, hold on, hold on. you telling me they had three judges whose scores did not have an effect. So therefore, are they really judges? Man, the fight had a rule that if any man get a cut, the bout is over, dude. <laughs> they, had, they fought with 12-ounce gloves. You know, boxing normally fouls with, tw- with 10 ounce. That was to make their hands heavier. It was weird, because like you know these people. You've seen them box before. You know they have some skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, in your mind's eye, you don't realize that was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh man, we got Mike Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Oh, that would have been a tight fight, 1994, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 95 maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they said that's the reason. That's the reason they used the 12 ounce gloves was to keep each one from inflicting real damage on each other. Uh, and there was a no knockout clause, Jared. I'm telling you, this fight was just a. And this, and the same way we're going to get our Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao rematch. That's man, we might as well just watch Martin fight <laughs> Thomas Hearns, man. Dude, the whole reason why everyone wanted to see this fight is because Roy Jones like stepped up like, I'll fight you after watching Tyson in that workout video rip uh, his trainer's body and hit him with all the uh, hard-ass shots. I'm like, those are headshots you're showing us. So you're not going to hit him like that? That, that, that? That's what I thought he was going to do to somebody. They made the gloves right. heavy. 12 ounces, really heavy. You cannot swing that with all your might. Well, you didn't hear Mike Tyson in his interview. He's like, man, I was in the bed for six weeks after that video. He's like, I couldn't start training. <laughs> so I held up from doing that video. Oh, he went that hard. He's like, man, I'm sore. I'm 50. I'm a man. I'm 40. Damn, yeah, how old is he? 53? 53? Yeah, him and Jamie Foxx are 18 months apart, I think. Jeez. <laughs> so think think about that. When George Foreman made his comeback, we considered George Foreman an old man. He was still in his 40s, early 40s. 
when he made his comeback. We're talking about these are some old ass men out here, man. <laughs> My dad has a really low bar for buying pay per views, and he didn't even buy this one. So I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't going to be be too much. So I wouldn't be surprised if most people pirated it, then bought it. Uh, for for a lot of the people who would have been interested to see the Paul Robinson fight, they're not going through all those hurdles to buy that fight. You know, it's it's. I would say most people probably streamed it. Yeah. Well, the real highlight of the night came. In the co-main event of the evening, the co-main event featured Jake Paul fighting one former NBA player, Nate Robinson. The fight ended with a, was it round three knockout of Nate Robinson? Round two knockout of Nate Robinson knocked out cold, flat face on the mat. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens with Jake Ball has been actually training for boxing for the last three years. Nate Robinson found out about this fight, what, six, eight months ago? <laughs> like, uh, and number two, he's like 15 years older than Jake Paul <laughs> and, and three inches shorter. Man. Like, this was not going to end well. Uh, <laughs> my reaction, same way uh, Shannon Sharp did on Twitter. I told you not to take that fight. And now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Shannon Sharp had the best Twitter after that. His is more educational. I don't know why all these athletes think you could just jump into another sport. I don't know why people do that. You can't cross over. It's not easy. Mm. I thought Nate Robinson, I was like, he's a former NBA player, athletic as hell, played football, he's got some strength in there, some little, little bit of football strength. I was like, he's got a chance as, a, as just a, a, a straight-up athlete to go in there and, you know, potentially knock this fool out. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I thought the same thing. He had, And he has way more to lose. That's what I thought the whole time. I'm like, if he goes up and beats this dude up, nobody cares. That's what's supposed to happen. But he got knocked out, and nobody saw that coming, and that makes it so much worse, man. Oh, yeah. So, like, if he had just gotten beaten up for, like, a, in a decision, and people were like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that, Like, but he lasted the whole time, I think it would have been like, all right, Nate, you went against a guy who was training for – three years or whatever, and, and you just took it on eight months, you know, we we, we we knew you didn't have hands like that, but it's all, it's all good. You lasted. <laughs> to get knocked out, though, <laughs> the, the the first shot that took him down right before the knockout was like just this, the wild looping overhand right that hit him, and he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, that's not a good way to fall. And then he got up, he had that look on his face like, man, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> and then, he, <laughs> and then Jake Ball up. went up on him, and that flurry caught him, and he just went, whoop. That's not a good look. That's not the way you want to be remembered. <laughs> what would be your advice for Nate Robinson coming off this knockout? Like if today you're sitting there with Nate in his hotel room or wherever he's at, what would be your advice to Nate Robinson? Uh, uh, anyone sitting in the hotel with him at that point? I mean... You're sitting in a dark hotel room with him. The lights are off. I, I would think this. I would think, one, I wouldn't be in a hotel with him because I'll probably be still out running errands because the way he got knocked out, he definitely got up and ordered a Caesar salad and asked for you to get him a bus pass. He definitely did. Give me a Caesar salad, bus pass, and a pack of Twizzlers. You just out running errands the whole time because he didn't know where the hell he was at. You got to stay in this room. You got to keep these lights off, drink some water. Don't go to sleep because I think you might be concussed, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> you come back from the store. He's sitting there just crying, just uncontrollably. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going to leave. I'll be back. Come back later. He's sitting there laughing his ass off in the bathtub, making fart jokes. You know, <laughs> like he is concussed. <laughs> I, I, you know, I give some credit for getting in that ring. That ain't easy. He picked the fight on with the guy with the big, longer reach. He did the right thing. He tried to be inside on him. 
I'm trying to give be positive here and give some props. I'm thinking he was trying to fight inside as he was jumping and lunging into him <laughs> and try to shorten the distance, you know, when someone got a longer reach than you. Proud of you, Aaron. Well, I have to. You don't know how much I laughed about those memes last night, Brandon. <laughs> so bad. I laughed a lot, especially the one with the the uh, what is it? The Ghana, the Ghana funeral. The yeah, funeral the African, dancers? yeah, the African funeral dancers that had him laying on they his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They should have had. Remember the one that dropped the guy that dropped the casket and opened. They should have had him in that one. I couldn't believe how hard he fell to the ground. It was just like a thud. Yeah, like, man, he went right to sleep. I haven't seen nobody fall like that since I um fell down the stairs in my house. Give me a Caesar salad. <laughs> yeah, he got he got Manny Pacquiao. He fell on his face like Pacquiao against Marquez. He fell on his face like that fight with Roy Jones Jr. Oh yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah, when when Roy Jones a couple years ago got knocked out by some young dude who was, I guess that's the, that's the rule of thumb. I'd be like, my my advice to Nate Robbins was like, Negro, you're in your mid thirties now. You ain't got it like you used to, brother. Is he that you, old? I think he's kind of younger than that. You, you look you look fresh without a shirt on. You you fit, but brother, you're thirty some years old. He's in like he's like thirty three or thirty four now. He's a year younger than you. Uh, Eighty four. Yeah, he might. He's got a couple. He got a couple teenage boys, or maybe preteen boys too. It's only a matter of time before they see this video and try and bust up on them. So he better be careful with that. You know, yeah. they're probably out yeah. Daddy, you can't tell us what to do no more. You know that, right? <laughs> well, that boy, he got knocked. He got knocked. He softened up that Abdullah Abagata. Excuse me, man. <laughs> you said it kind of right. Abdullah Abagata, real nice. Yeah, I think Wesley Snipes had something he wanted to tell Nate Robinson. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up hill. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the one thing that also made it, you know, kind of uh, even more insult to injury is that uh, a lot of NBA, a lot of NBA players watched it and uh, watched him get knocked out cold. And he said that he was fighting, you know, what I'm saying for all the NBA players out there uh, in this fight. So I guess as an NBA player, are you mad that he like involved you in this conversation so that now everyone looking at y'all be like, uh huh, yeah, y'all motherfuckers getting mad at each other on the court. None of y'all niggas got hands. <laughs> well, we seen an NBA fight. We seen NBA fights, right? <laughs> and none of us will pay to watch an NBA fight. You know who got hands though? Mike Scott. Uh, used to play on Atlanta. And oh, yeah. he got the kung fu hands. Yeah, y'all see. Oh, hey, and what's his name play for? Uh, right now, for Miami. It's James Johnson. Well, he's with Dallas now. Oh, yeah, James, James Johnson. James Johnson. Yeah. No, James Mike Johnson. Scott was uh, in Philly, and he remember a couple years ago when he was uh, still playing in Philly. I don't think he's still in Philly. I don't know, but uh, some fools, Redskins fans, Philly, uh, Washington game, and they yeah, they I'm ran up on him. He gave him the two piece. He looked like he he could he could throw them hands. Like I, like I said, it's people too far and few in between. You got your Mike Scott, your James Johnson, your Charles Oakley, right? Your Charles Barkley, people who've done it outside on the street. And your you Stack Jack. You, yeah, you got your yep, Steven Jackson, your Ron Artest. <laughs> no, 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 not Steven Jackson. He just dumped dump on you. No, <laughs> dumped dump. no he, he dumped in the air that day. That was only after he was got hit by a car at the strip club. Yeah, um, you said, go ahead and dump dump then. Steven Jackson, you got Ben Wallace and his brother, right? You also have... Um, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal. No, one that. piece you with Jermaine O'Neal almost the ended up in jail. Slide. He better be lucky. Yeah, all that beer was on the court. He would have been. He came in jail. sliding, bro. He came sliding through. <laughs> he wasn't trying to slide. Like he, he was said, on roller skates. That, <laughs> that slid kept him out of jail. 
<laughs> he hit that dude so hard. That dude was so I didn't know you could fold something that small. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I don't Marcus, Marcus, you you um you have experience working with NBA players, you know, working for the Warriors and whatnot. What would you say? What do you think your the, the, the word or the mum the murmur around the NBA locker rooms or teams are after watching that? Like you know, I said, supposed to lose and then he put all that extra pressure on himself by saying all that stuff he's doing it for for all the NBA guys so that's tough on his behalf but I I don't think there's anybody who can redeem them you know there's nobody who can pick up the torch and say okay I got it now for the rest of the NBA guys it's already been done that ship has sailed man now they're just looking at us like some suckers man so <laughs> I don't know what done to, to change this situation you know all the guys that you just mentioned they ain't getting in no ring with nobody because they, they got enough money as it is. So right. need somebody to pick up this mantle, man, and, and see what they can do and, and, and change, change the narrative a bit here. So so you met Nate Robinson a couple of times working working uh, with him. Yeah. So what, uh, Did you think he had a chance in the fight? I thought he did, man. I thought he did. Just, you know, a guy like that, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, whatever it is, to make it to the league, you got to you – gotta, you got to overcome a lot of things as it is. So I, I wasn't ready to bet against him on this one. Uh, but now I know for the next time, uh, <laughs> I know where the smart money resides. <laughs> like my man Baker Mayfield. You see him out there just... Oh, missing, yeah, just, missing wide open people in the end zone. <laughs> dude, if you watch our YouTube, look at uh, Baker Mayfield like misses or something like that. Like it's crazy. Like how, <laughs> <laughs> like, how but he, he misses like that on purpose. <laughs> he misses like that on purpose, so that way the other team doesn't intercept it. Yeah, the other team doesn't play <laughs> as hard or worry as much when he throws his next pass. They'd be like, he can't throw it to them open. We can leave me more open than that. <laughs> Every time we can just leave him more open because he ain't gonna it's throw a, it to him. It's a tactic that he uses. It's oh, like, oh, yeah, surgical. He over here playing poker. We playing checkers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all over there, y'all, y'all over there playing slot machine. He's playing Russell with the back. He over there playing he over there playing casino dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He got the the the, the spirit of Barney Mac. <laughs> Mr. <Missed the> three thousand. <laughs> that might be one of the worst things in the movie. Yeah. Between Ice T and New Jack City trying to buy as an undercover cop trying oh. to buy kilos of cocaine off a crackhead in the middle of the day in traffic. <laughs> and then Bernie. Mac introducing casino dominoes to a to a casino manager who approves it. This is just egregious stuff in movies. It should be a section where movie movie execs and movie directors and writers producers thinks their audience are stupid. Yeah, they're stupid oh. enough to go for this. They really yeah. gonna have casino dominoes. I, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Hey, Man, I should... tried to listen to him explain that on the DVD, Brandon. I kept rewinding it. Is it make no sense? Marcus, are you down to uh, if High Score Five One Zero does a casino domino uh, tournament? You down to be part of it? I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> we we, we got to do that. That'll be like one of our next one of our next uh, activities we do. We gonna Just get it. Casino domino tournament. And if any of Jared's friends are around, we have to keep Aaron far away from the dominoes. <laughs> no, it's casino dominoes. It's different. This ain't. This, it, it, he knows we're not playing by the uh, Sycamore. Shout out to Sycamore members. By, sponsorship. By, by some stupid ass rules that Jared and his friends made up when they, they, they <laughs> instead of going out and meeting women. 
It's going to be good. We're going to figure it out. Aaron, basically, you the one who gets to make up the rules because you the one who know the most. And have watched. Going by Bernie Max rules. You, so studied, don't make the, sense. you studied the, the, the almanac. I'm going to ask everybody to donate. I'm going to ask everybody to donate $1.25 so I can pay $5 to get the movie on iTunes and keep rewinding it, trying to figure out how to make the rules. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. In NFL news, Santa Clara County in California has shut down all contact sports for the next three weeks. That will conflict with San Jose State playing its football games. It will also conflict with Stanford football and it's going to affect the Niners, San Francisco 49ers next two home games, the first two weekends in December. This is, this is, I guess what another thing that we could expect or couldn't have predicted from COVID, but what do you guys think about like this latest? I've, I, we predict this from Coleman. We all, we was all on this show. Exactly what's happening. I never thought this could Every happen. Every last one of us said, hey, this, this don't look good what the NFL's doing. Now we got a team. We got a whole team with no quarterbacks. We got stadiums shutting down. We got cities shutting down. That's a, that's shutting a, down that's again. And, and I'm just disappointed the NFL should have made like a quarantine hotel or something where they all this money they got back in them and they couldn't come up with any decent ideas you know, of keeping a player safe. You don't like the football? I think the football did a good job, right? Because the thing with football players, they seem to follow rules a little bit more. I'm not trying right. to put people above the other people. So like their COVID things, like Baltimore thing wasn't about any of the players. It was the uh, strength and conditioning coach who broke protocol and then was in there doing all the stupid shit. I mean, the Raiders have been stupid. Don't get me wrong. The Raiders have been breaking protocol all day. But the NFL, I, I'll be honest, for as many games they have, for the way the game is played, the, all the contact, I think they've done a great job. I mean, think of what baseball did without the contact. Right? They have no contact in a sport. And think of how many games got canceled or changed there. I mean, and then the Broncos, I think, yeah, that's an unfortunate thing. So that means somebody in that coaching coaching circle and that quarterback circle whether there's the qb coach or all the quarterbacks the fact that it didn't affect the rest of the team put it like this the nba just really did a great job and gave us a bad i mean it was a great start but it was very unrealistic and the rest of us are looking like man can we re- re- replicate what the nba did but the nba was all in one place right like the nba's not gonna be able to replicate that when the season starts i mean marcus could probably go in more but there's no bubble no you're not going to get a player to sit in a bubble from for that long for a whole season they might do it again for a playoffs. Who knows? I think the NBA is going to have more trouble than the NFL because their players aren't, as they even showed in the bubble, it was hard for players to stay in the bubble without going to get lemon pepper wings or, you know. <laughs> That's like three players out of like the 150 that were there or something like that. I think, um, no, I think, yeah, it's it's rough. I think um, it's difficult just because there's a bu- bunch of muni- municipalities that are involved, right? Because Santa mm-hmm. Clara can shut that down. The NFL has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 49ers have the money to go figure out where to play. Um, they can they can go play in Las Vegas if they need to go play. They can go play Los in, Angeles, uh, yeah, Oakland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Potentially, That's true. they can play in Oakland. Potentially, yeah. no. But I think um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I mean, it's impossible for the NFL to have both just because you're talking about. 5,500 players plus coaches and, and staff like that. Like yes, you're talking it's about, too much. You're, um, I, I don't know what they were doing in facility. Whatever it is, wherever it's coming from, is, we're getting a lot of uh, COVID positives from what? The trainers and uh, it, usually the staff, coaches and, and staff and management, right? Hey, they, they should be following the same protocols as the players. 
So yeah, you gotta start fighting the ass like you fired the players. Yeah, you kind of do. What do you? Not do? as much, but or, or you know, within you a do percent. the thing with the NBA players. You got a ring, so we can at least do contact tracing. It, it, yeah. I mean, well, it's, but the, it's well, that's why the one for Baltimore got in trouble. Their strength and conditioning coach took off his took off his uh, GPS. Oh, so they do have. They do oh, have contact tracing. No, they have like yeah, and they get the they okay. get fined eleven thousand uh, dollars, eighty thousand. What was it? It was right. in the uh, hard knocks with the Rams and and Chargers, and one one of the Chargers forgot to wear it, and they're like, "Man, that's this many G's." He said, "What?" And that fool because he left it in the locker room goes, "I'll just go without it for practice." And they're like, "Man, it's this many G's." He said, "What?" That fool went dead. He ran sprint. back. Yeah, he, you saw that. Remember, he was he, <laughs> he was booking faster than anybody. I was like, man, hey, Simon's forty right now. He was not going to lose that money. So no, yeah, Pedro. Let me think. It's the NFL. They got the money. They got the resources, and they well, got all somebody, of that. Who just got fined for um, half a million dollars? Somebody just got fined for half a million dollars. Uh, it was the Saints, and they um, lost a draft pick, didn't they? They yeah. lost a draft pick. They lost a draft. So, and I mean, they're supposed to be wearing it too because theirs are so high tech. It goes off when they're too close to someone they're not supposed to be around, right? Yeah. Like, like strength and conditioning coaches can only be around certain people. Uh, running back coach can't go in the like the wide receiver room without it going off. There's really layers to who they can be around at times. General managers can't be around any players. Like I said, the, the basketball bubble in the, uh, gave us a really, it was amazing. It was unbelievable, but it gave us a really unrealistic expectation going into the beginning of the season. They gave a model of like the optimal, just like anything. It's like, this is the best way you could do this if you wanted mm -hmm. to go with off without a hitch and things to be controlled. Like football and baseball were like, nah, players don't want to do it. Or it just logistically for their numbers, it just didn't make sense. Um, baseball playoff bubble was a soft bubble. Their families were allowed to come into it, in and out of it. They they were allowed to eat at restaurants. It wasn't the true like NBA bubble. That was that was great. Yeah, your boy, uh, what's his name? Turner? Jeff Turner. You uh -huh. sit up there and gave probably gave us what he did give everybody like seven more. It was like seven more people, some players, some coaches, <laughs> some players yeah. at the Dodgers. They're like, hey man, we got to celebrate the World Series though. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't know. I, I guess nobody really takes it serious until you know. Yeah, some people don't take it serious until it happens close to them. And then I can tell you this from my own personal family: even after they get it, they still don't take it serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got breaking news. Breaking news: um, uh, Colin Kaepernick has just tested positive for COVID, allegedly. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> I was like, man, who are, who That's is that I in said the allegedly. Oh. Nah, man, martyrs yeah. don't get COVID. <laughs> no, 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 no. You use that as an excuse. He's nah, like, nah, if you black and you smoke marijuana, you can't get COVID. <laughs> Our melanin and the marijuana fight it. If we can go back to February, that was true. That would be great. <laughs> you obviously got your news from the same website my niece got hers from. He got it from the same Instagram page as your niece. <laughs> <laughs> From the same TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Nah, she old enough to not use TikTok. I had, She's 26. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention TikTok. no names. I'm not gonna mention no names, but somebody close to me said, Look, I get the real news from TikTok. That's why I download TikTok <laughs> right there wow. and right now. I don't have to <laughs> listen to news media. Because you know the news media is part of the uh skull and bones. You know the news is ran by Antifa. You know they, you know they out there molesting children. You can't watch CNN without their little baby walking by the screen. You know, my cousin was the one that held the knife that Hillary Clinton used when she was doing those children's sacrifices for Epstein. Good is an ancient Anglo-Saxon word. Go off, meaning the absence of color.
i.e. it's all good, which it is. <laughs> oh, God, that was such a good movie. That's one of those. That's a classic. That's a classic. What, 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 Michael B. Jordan Kobe. Michael B. Jordan is running the Casino Domino Tournament at the High Score 510, and it's explaining the rules. All right, so this is how, this how y'all gonna do. You're gonna watch these dominoes. You're gonna use your left hand first to scrape them to like counterclockwise as if you waxing on. Then you bring the right hand and it goes clockwise as if you waxing off. And then you keep doing this. And then, then when, I, when the casino dominoes, when the dealer's done washing, whoever's up next, you say to, you look at dealer in the eye and say, I'm gonna take these off your hands. <laughs> that was the worst I ever seen. So that, that Black Panther, when he said that, I said, oh shit. Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment we end the show with where everyone gets a chance to complain, rant, or highlight something positive going on uh, in the world. Um, Cutty Corner Shoutouts, Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's time. It's time. It's time. Cutty, Cutty We're burning down. God, if you let it in, hell. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to drugs. And it's funny how this changed. And it just with some news I got today, it happened. I told Pedro this earlier. Was it yesterday or a couple of days ago? Uh, we were talking, having a conversation, and I talked about how um, the first time someone gave me pop brownies and they were laughing. And then once like eating, after eating through like two huge brownies, I realized that that they gave me pop brownies. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna eat this whole tin and I bet you don't do anything. Uh, how that night is, you know, I was a little bit of a gymnastics groupie in college. And so well, some of the girls at the gymnastics team invited me to a party and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be there. My roommate DL wanted to go over to this guy named Abishak had, who we used to call Smoke Daddy to smoke before he went to this party. And I was hungry as hell because we were supposed to be picking up food, then going to this party. We go over to the gymnastic girl house and uh, we're over at this party that they're at. It's at somebody's house and it just kicks in. It kicks in. The brownies hit me like an hour, 20, hour and a half later. And I was playing poker in this house and I was like, oh my God. So I didn't want to lie to these girls. So I told them what happened, right? And my roommate's just laughing. DL, he's just laughing his ass off. And they're like, I'm going to take care of you. Now, of course, one of them had a crush on me and I had a crush on her friend, right? And so uh, just not to brag or anything, I end up, we end up going back to, the, to like one of their apartments where the, where the party was continuing. And um, I start having a little fun with both of them, right? You know, making out, just making out, nothing. Punishing, but I'm like, I'm in this ideal situation that you would want a 20 year old college student to be in, right? But I was so blitz off of the, off the brownies. I turned to DL and said, you know what, dude? I just want to go home and listen to, listen to Erica Badu and eat some top ramen. And that's exactly what I did. We got up and left. And I, here I am lying with these two girls next to me. I get up and leave and go back to our apartment to listen to Erica Badu album that just came out in 97 and, and eat top ramen. Her first album. I didn't even like that album to that point. Taco Pablo. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? 
Uh, you know, my kitty corner shout, shout out goes out to Kron. Ooh, uh, wow. I'm just saying. Uh, so yesterday morning, found out on our street, like six cars got broken into. They broke into both front, front the driver and passenger side windows and pop trunks last night. Where's that map? <laughs> uh, who does yeah, everybody says they basically don't keep anything in their car but they basically targeted our, targeted our street same thing happened the night before like two blocks two blocks away the night before that like friday happened happened again um people been getting like robbed just walking around walking around the park uh and they found out like when a, a, a bear rapper got shot last night in dublin I mean, I'm just saying, like, man, like, I don't, like, I don't know how to stop it. And I don't know what motivates and stuff. Like, by all accounts, nobody's really making a bunch of money with this, uh, making a bunch of money, like, breaking into cars like that or stealing catalytic, catalytic converters, and basically you get twenty five dollars for it or something like that. <laughs> like, it's it's bad, man. I think people are people are are, are real stressed out with this twenty twenty stuff, man. And we need our our government leaders to uh, to step up and help people out who need money. Um, and just make sure we everybody can have food in their plate, man. I think a lot of more, a lot more dumb crime has been happening in the last few weeks, man. And uh, yeah, man, I hope everybody stays safe. I uh, hope nobody gets hurt. So yeah, man, my critical shot goes out to crime, especially out here in Oakland. Pedro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Well, I'll make it real short. Um, my cutty corner shout out goes to the truth. Um, we have to deal with so much. And right now, I don't want people's belief in, uh, uh, what, what do they call the Hebrew Israelites? Black Israelites? Black Israelite Jesus. I don't want to believe in white Jesus. I don't want to believe in any false prophets right now so you can cover up all the bad things that you do. There's no great, there's no God that wants you to fail in life and then mistreat other people. There's no God, nowhere. Because those, those things usually come back and it comes back on you and it usually ends up in karma. So I need people out there to believe in God, believe in the strength of God, and do not put a whole bunch of sad scriptures behind your crying, uh, behind, behind your thoughts, behind your hate. Don't use God as a vessel to get out of things. Don't use God to get, um, as a vessel to have your way. Believe in things that, that are not so, not believing in facts, things yeah. that right in, they're living by faith and not by sight. I know the Bible says live by faith and not by sight, but the things that are right in front of you, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, trying to be real deep in your thoughts, like Michael B. Jordan in Fahrenheit 451, and you need to read a good book. Um, Come on, but... <laughs> Ruin that, he, him and that thing, ruined Fahrenheit 451. That was one of my great, like my favorite books from growing up, reading that. <laughs> That that like started my reading until Michael B. Jordan made that stupid ass movie. I read a book since then. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. What if Michael B. Jordan did Pride and Prejudice? What would he do? <laughs> he'll, be, he'll he'll be acting like he'll be you'll be thinking Oscar Grant went back in time. <laughs> <laughs>
Grandma's back here, you know. Still wearing a black beanie. Shout out to Oscar Grant sponsorship. RIP, man. RIP. Well, uh, that is our show, my friends. <laughs> Damn, Gary. <laughs> Oscar Grant traveled to old London, to feudal London. <laughs> uh, anyway, that is our show. Um, any final words you guys like to have before we depart? Um, I'm just going to say I uh, wish Joe Biden well in his recovery. He broke his foot playing with his dog today. So I'm just hopefully he makes it in four years. Because <laughs> those kind of falls at his age basically means you, he might be in hospice. Hopefully they be telling Kamala those codes too at the same time. They really <laughs> Kamala just gonna be on that constant uh, stationary bike in, in the Oval Office, just on a stationary bike, staying warm. Broke his foot playing with that. Oh, oh, Lord, have mercy. Go ahead with that military coup you trying, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. He ain't got no military behind him after he said everything he said about him. Yeah. Well, he's well, he fired. I don't know if you heard. He fired all the directors. He's trying to have a proud boy, but he can't fire military fighting. No, he can't. Yeah, cabinet. he fired all the all the cabinet people. He he he, he fucked up and he can't. He need to learn how great dictators do a military coup. The first thing you do is you don't piss off the military. You general. secure the yeah. military. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when you stop using words and you stop using reason and lo- reason and logic, that's when you use brute force. That's yeah. when like you fight somebody with guns or fists, either or. But you need to have adequate guns and fists. <laughs> yeah. Told you first black female president. I'm waiting for it. Hey, hey. I'm gonna support her like, shoot. yeah, you gonna support her like you supported Sarah Fuller. Yeah, I sure <laughs> did. I support her. I support her right to the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our show, my friends. Have a lovely and blessed week, and we hope that you uh, continue to plug in with us. Check out our Patreon page. Uh, Marcus is one of our patrons. Shout out sponsorship. But come check out our Patreon page. Support an independent podcast. Um, so that we don't have to be told what to say by sponsors unless we find a sponsor that wants to tell us what to say. Um, Shout out sponsorship. Anyways, have a blessed week and we will leave you with this. understand the generosity of what he's trying to do you know i can respect him for that but my god looks go a long way in this country uh i know aaron's aaron's hate man he talks about every woman he finds attractive he memorizes their name age birth date i don't they have. memorize i have a photographic memory if i see it lock, if i see it it's locked in i don't have a photographic memory it's not memorized oh breaking news breaking news what what would Michael B. Jordan do? Michael Kobe. Michael B. Kobe is auditioning for the role of Nate Robinson in a biopic about his post basketball life. Well, his his audition line would be this. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And that's better than any lines he said in Creed, which was about a boxing movie.
<laughs> I'm gonna take that boxing movie off your hands. <laughs> Stallone, I'm gonna take that Razzie off your hands. Is what he said. Jared no, yeah, knows how to run a joke into the ground, don't he? Hold on, like, all right, what do you think? What do you think about Keanu Reeves? <laughs> I think Michael B. Jordan is like the black Keanu Reeves, like he underacts everything. You look at Keanu Reeves in Speed. You look at Keanu Reeves in The Matrix One. Tell me what he's doing that Michael B. Jordan's not doing. We're talking about small <laughs> speaking roles, right? If you really look back at those roles, he probably got a total of like maybe thirty lines, right? You look at Michael B. Jordan, it's like probably close to a thousand lines. And you're like, damn, this dude can't act. He had more lines as Killmonger than, than Keanu Reeves said in, in Matrix. He, he had to answer yes to no to Blue Pill. And that's it. What would Michael B. Jordan do? Kobe! Michael B. Jordan! Oh, is auditioning for the biopic to play Sarah Fuller. <laughs> I told you he ran it into the ground. Oh my God, Jared. Let me, let me play it. Let me play it. Okay, go play ahead. Pedro, Pedro. Michael B. Jordan auditioning to play Sarah Fuller in a biopic. Oh, with my blonde wig on. I'm going to take that off your hands. Was that it? <laughs> is it safe to say sh- Brandon had no part of this segment? <laughs> yeah, it's safe to say that Brandon's going to be happy you said that. Mr. Taco Pablo had nothing to do with this segment. <laughs> Not even. <laughs>